You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Endless Party. We are so glad you're here with us. So today we actually want to talk about the body image party, and this just is the understanding of how we can have a better view and perspective of ourselves and our body. Now, I want to make it very apparent, right, before we dive into this, and that's the understanding that we actually don't believe in living an unhealthy lifestyle. There's a point where there's definitely recognizing your inner beauty and recognizing your your potential and seeing that you are beautiful no matter what stage in your life that you are going through. But there's also a part when you have to take inventory of yourself and recognize that you might have a problem. And whether that be, you know, you're struggling with an eating disorder, whether that be something like um, bulimic or anorexic. And so... Or even like binging. Yeah, or, or binging or an addiction to food, whatever that may be. And if you are struggling with that, definitely we hope that this can help with, with even that. Um, but there's a difference between recognizing yourself as a child of God and your body is beautiful and being unhealthy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's just like jump into it. I think, I think that first of all, I think that body image is something that women struggle a little bit more with normally. I would agree. I, th- I, I think, think it men, can be both. I but completely understand that it can be yeah, both. Yeah, I would agree that women struggle with it more. Yeah. Sure. That's I mean, just the world in which we I live. I mean, even just like considering my life experience and your life experience, it's definitely been a more prevalent issue in mine. Yeah. Which is definitely. why I'm going to talk a little bit more, I think. Mm, on this topic, probably, probably than I will. Because I can just share a lot of like personal experience, oh, yeah. you know? Definitely. Uh, I think the first thing I want to say is that this world has, an, has a distorted and an unrealistic, you know, expectation of what beauty is. And that's mm-hmm. the first thing that I think is so important to recognize. It's that the ads... And the models that you are seeing aren't real. No. Right? They're not blemish-free and that curvy or that perfect figure. No, they're Mm. not. And I think it's really important to recognize that the media is so just... It's just so unrealistic. It is just so false. And so what's so fascinating is that normally when we as women or as men are trying to live up to some expectation or ideal of beauty, it's one that is completely unattainable. Mm -hmm. There is no human being without imperfection. Definitely. You know? Yeah, we all have imperfections. And I don't even think these imperfections have to be considered imperfections. But, like, that's just what society has deemed them as. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. And, well, and I look at it in a lot of different ways, right? Like, even Instagram models, both male and female, if they're fitness gurus or anything else, so many of them are on steroids. Right. So many of them are Photoshopped. So many are given a spray tan. I mean, you name it, they're probably doing it. Right. Rarely, rarely, rarely do you see somebody that is completely authentic, completely natural, and completely, like, themselves. 
Right, and so I think the first step to gaining a healthy body image is to being able to interpret the voices around you. Yeah. And first and foremost, you know, when you see those billboards and you see those ads and you see those models and all the media that we consume, it's you need to recognize, be like, wait a second, this person is not even the same person that's on this billboard. She her Her picture has been warped and edited and made into this person that she isn't even... Like, she isn't even, like, it's not even a real person. It's not even her. Anyways, so it's just so interesting that I think a lot of us can fall into that trap of, like, misinterpreting media. And, oh, I also wanted to say in this episode, too, I think, so, this episode is really inspired because as I, like, through this pregnancy, as I've, like, thought more and more about becoming a mom to two twin girls, I just have... I just am so passionate about helping them develop a really healthy body image. And so it's been during pregnancy that I think I've really been able to work on this in myself in the hopes that I can influence them to believe in themselves and to believe in their beauty. Yeah, 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 for sure. So I read this amazing book. It's called Mothers, Daughters, and Body Image. And this book's really cool um, because it explains how... A lot of times, the way that women feel about themselves has largely to do with how their moms felt about themselves. And their moms, the way their moms feel about how their moms... Generational thing. Yeah, it's It's like a generational thing. So somewhere in the line, you know, some women have started to be really hard on themselves. And then it's just passed down and down and down and through and through. But you, as a person, can be that you know, transformational person in your, like, family line, and you can stop all the nonsense that comes with body image. Mm -hmm. And so my body image journey, I mean, it began basically when I was born. Like, let's be real. And I grew up, and I was told that I needed to look a certain way to have value, you know? And that's very unhealthy because... You shouldn't have to look a certain way to be deemed as a valuable person. No, like your value as a person just because you are a person is priceless, right? Yeah, and anyways, and then I went on to college and again was told that I needed to look a certain way to be a valuable person. And so I started to believe all of these voices and what it came down to is that I just was not healthy and I was not happy I was really unhappy and I wasn't taking care of myself properly and I was at a point where I was like I need to fix this I need to change this and what actually happened is I think Elijah was like a huge answer to my prayer and he prayers and he came into my life and I don't know just having that one person believing in me and like loving me for who I was it started to like change everything Mm mm-hmm no, I would agree with that. And I think, like, I want to make mention to a couple things just because it's like a generational thing. and Like, it's passed down. I've I've seen it in my own family. I've seen it in Meg's family. I've seen it in, I mean, you, nearly every, every single family, family out there has, has this body image issue. Um, there's this short story I'll share with all of you. And that's, it's the story of the ham. And basically oh, yeah. it goes... This husband asks his wife, they're a newly wed couple, and this wife keeps cutting off the edge of the ham and then putting, just disregarding that 
piece and then putting that ham in the oven. And finally, the husband goes, why do you just cut off the ham? Like, what is going on? Like, that's just a waste. She goes, oh, my mom's always done it. So I don't know. Let me call and ask her. <laughs> and so this girl calls her mom and she's like, mom, why do we cut the ham like that? Like, why? She goes, oh, my gosh, sweetheart. I have no idea. Let me call your grandma. She calls the grandma and the grandma's like, oh, my pan was just too small. I couldn't fit a full ham in my pan. <laughs> So these next two generations of kids were just wasting food because their grandmother or the mother decided that, oh, I need to do this. Well, it made sense because her pan was too small. She couldn't cook the whole ham. Right. But they were just blindly following. Right. Right. And so that's what we're trying to get at. It's like be that transitional figure in your lineage to be able to say like enough is enough i'm a child of god and i have value just from that fact alone and being able to recognize that and i think before i even take any credit for helping meg that's like the number one thing that actually helped meg was the fact that she recognized that her the love that god has for her is limitless and like that's not predicated on whether or not she has this perfect figure absolutely and I was gonna share that next so anyways I met Elijah and that really helped but you know it was only to like a point right because I had to figure this out for Mm -hmm. myself and I needed to believe in myself and there were just like so many negative voices around me telling me that you know that I was listening to that were just you just need to eat less and move more or you just need to lose weight you look fat or you're eating too much or right. you're not eating enough. Yes. Yeah. And especially as a runner, like these messages were super prevalent, you know. Anyways, but what it came down to is I had to take a moment and I really had to ask God what he, you know, what he thought about me. And I had to ask him, I had to ask him, you know, do you think I'm, you know, I, I just straight up asked him, I'm like, do you think I'm beautiful? And his answer, of course, was yes. And I, like, just know that that is his answer for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, he and it, and it was like, wait a second. Like, I'm his daughter. He's my father. He's my creator. Of course, he thinks I'm beautiful. And, then, and from that moment, everything kind of changed because what I was able to do is I was able to block out these negative image, like, negative, you know, messages and experiences I had growing up and developing because I was like, wait a second, I always have been beautiful because I've always been God's child Mm -hmm. and I will always continue to be beautiful. No matter, you know, if I'm pregnant, no matter if I'm old and I start to get wrinkles, no matter what it is, I will always be beautiful to him because of his love and he loves me and he thinks I'm valuable. Definitely. And, and it was just such a, like, I don't know, it was just such an altruistic and like really cool moment because the thing that was beautiful about it is that it like it wasn't that I you know thought like like let me I'm trying to explain my I was beautiful just because I was authentically myself it it wasn't because I was more beautiful than someone else if that makes sense oh yeah no and I think that's sometimes an issue in our world too where it's like it's a comparison game. yes where it's like you have to be more you're beautiful only value if you're more beautiful if you're the prettiest so one so. in the room and da 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 but like that that feeling i had it was like it was just it was just so personal you know it doesn't matter what room i'm in 
you know, with what people and what people I'm with and what they're wearing, what they look like, because like I still am beautiful. I'll always be beautiful to God. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something I think that you can, you know, take to God and he'll answer you. He'll let you know how he really feels about you. And once you feel his love, it's interesting how you start to value yourself more and you'll start to take better care of yourself. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to mention is the fact that <clears throat> this is like this is a two-step process. The first step is becoming spiritually and mentally aware of your divine potential and who you are and recognizing that you are priceless in the sight of God, right? And because of that, you now feel this urgency to take better care of yourself because you recognize your limitless potential, right? So it's a lot easier to exercise. It's a lot easier to speak highly of yourself. Yes. It's a lot easier to put in the work to just be the best you you can be. And it's not even like a pride thing. It's because no. you are a daughter or a son of Heavenly Father. And because of that, you feel this urgency to be the best you can possibly be. Right. And so it just was so interesting how... All of a sudden, it was like, I want to exercise every day, and it didn't have anything to do with me losing weight or, you know, trying to have this, like, perfect body. It came down to those, like, I want to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to eat good food and fuel my body, and, like, because I need to take care of myself, and I want to take care of myself because someone loves me that much, and I'm worth it. I'm worth the care. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I don't know, I think... It just is amazing that I had this whole long journey and I was just plagued with these like horrible negative thoughts about myself. And then the answer was just right in front of me all along. Of course, it was just that I needed to take it to God. And it's incredible, like the transformation that has happened. And don't get me wrong. I think there are still going to be days and there's still going to be those voices of doubt in your ears, you know, that will always come back to try to haunt you and try to make you believe that you're something you're not and the best thing to do is to just disregard them oh absolutely and i would just like to make mention right <clears throat> i would really put an emphasis on the side of your mental capacity with this right like the physical yes i think the physical will come so long as you really take care to make sure that you are taking care of yourself mentally and spiritually and like Meg's first step was coming to God and recognizing her potential right and by doing so the physical will kind of come naturally um, but by saying that I just want to kind of make reference and just kind of question everybody have you ever seen an ugly confident person it's no. like no right no. like like, you, you can't even oh say goodness. that. We should share the story about the man with cru Cruzon. Yeah, cru yeah, what's cru it? I think it's Cruzon syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a funny guy. Okay. I can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. his this, name. This goes perfectly with this story. Um, so when yeah, I, so just tell the story real quick. Yeah, right? so I was in school, and I, I was in college when I was in athletics, and I had this opportunity to go listen to this. He was just like a motivational speaker, right? And basically his story was this man suffers from what's called, I believe it's called, it was like Cruzon syndrome. And I could be butchering that name. Yeah, Cruzon syndrome. Cruzon syndrome. Yeah. And basically what it was is 
it just like it's just a deform it deformity just like, yeah, like from his, birth. Yeah, his face and head were distorted and he had to go through all of these surgeries. Phenomenal individual. Like He's he is such just a cool, such a cool guy. Right? But like he doesn't look like you or I because you know, anyways, and this man was told his whole life that he was ugly, but he was able to rise up from this Cruzon syndrome, and now he's this confident, happy. Well, yeah, like, like so person. he, it was his mother who helped him. Yes. Through it all, right? And then, in addition to that, he went on to wrestle at Utah Valley University. Oh, yeah. And that's where Meg actually went to college her second time around when she transferred. But he came and spoke to everybody, and he wrestled for him, and like, he ended up, I think it was. Like, he placed in the NCAAs. Yeah. Um, now he's a motivational speaker, and he speaks about a lot of different things, just positivity and body image and all the stuff. But it's so cool because during his whole speech, you never once looked at him as if he had this disease and deformity, right? Because you saw him as, as who he truly was, like a child of God and like a confident and powerful individual a force was, to be reckoned with he was with. just glowing yes with he just was just power. incredible i think his name is ben ben care yeah right I think so anyways but that was my whole point behind this like build your confidence build up your armor build up that mental capacity to recognize who you are and the physical will come like that'll come but by doing so you will recognize more and more that there is no such thing as an ugly, confident person. I can't think of a single person in my entire life that I've met no. that just radiates, that's happy, that's positive, that's kind, that's confident, that I'm like, man, they're a really ugly person. Right. And I just think, too, like the people who are closer to God are always like that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like you want to, you know if you want to believe in your beauty and be beautiful, it's like foster your relationship with God. And it will be, like I promise you, it'll be incredible, like the changes that you experience. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you're struggling with this stuff, abs- first and foremost, take it to the Lord. You know, recognize your divine potential. And, you know, if you want to make some changes, make some changes. But that's kind of our message today It's just the body image party. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You've been listening to The Endless Party. Please feel free to join us over at our website, theendlessparty.com, for more of our content. Also, we would love to hear from you. Leave some comments and let us know what you're interested in us talking about. Seriously, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, whatever it is the platform says to do so that we can keep partying together.